XL on 24, Yeah, that's right. We're welcoming you back to Underemployed, the least problematic podcast in Northern Virginia history. It is David Hart. It is Jack Selby. David, how you doing? Um, well, you know, the sun is shining. Mm-hmm. The weather doesn't suck yet. So, uh... Give us about three weeks. Yeah, in three? I'd give us about three weeks. Week and a half. Three weeks? weeks? I'd give us about three days. It's about to be in the 80s, yeah. And, and raining. And, and, uh, let me also clarify. If it's in the 80s, that's summer weather. Everyone out there saying, oh, I love when it's 80. No, 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 no. Spring is 60 to 80. Oh, you know, I will allow... 55 to 80. Uh, so, I think you're thinking 55 to 79. Yeah. Because then as soon as it hits 80, True. it's Fair. summer like, weather. Under 80, above the mid-50s, let's say. But sure. You, but you know what? Uh, God, the last couple of days have been it's gorgeous. It's not unpleasant. It's, it's been nice. I went out jogging this morning. I actually had to wear my uh, a little fleece because it was a little chilly. It was like a high 40s. But Yeah, well, that's because you no longer have fat on your body, so yeah. the cold affects you. Let me... I'm in the midst of a, a diet, which is, uh, for those who know me, know my weight loss, but I've been trying to get down to 193 pounds. That would mean that I officially lost 100 pounds from my fattest peak fat jack to my skinniest buff jack. Uh, I like to also split my life into different eras and uh, to for no discernible reason. So I, I do as well, but I like to think of it in terms of the food that I ate at the time. So there's the like plain bagels and plain cream cheese or, 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 you know, plain bagels and blue or blueberry bagels and plain cream cheese, David. And then there's everything bagels with scallion and onion cream cheese. So, you know, aka the point in which I, you know, I have a girlfriend and she's Willing to put up with my terrible, terrible breath after breakfast. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. She is a, tr- well. She is an absolute trooper, because <laughs> let me tell you, those are two things that yeah. smell awful, but taste amazing. I legit went on a, I, was, I went on a date the other day, and I was I was leaving my place, because I had to go to Silver Spring for it. Mm-hmm. So I was already, like, cutting it close with traffic, and I said, wait, I forgot to brush my teeth and mouthwash. Just like, I do not want the person sitting across from me to smell, smell stank breath. That's smelly gum. Smelly Truly, smelly like I know, and I didn't have I, any, have, I didn't have any gum on me. I have, smelly. you know, having had a job in sales, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, it is past tense. We'll uh, get to that in a sec. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But uh, you know, I always kept several. I I would you know I'd buy a pack of gum like once a week. I, I so at some point I had like four or five, two thirds of the way completed packs of gum sitting in my car. I go through phases where I get like packs and packs of gum like you and then the phases for months where I don't get any I should I should have some spare in the car just just go to Costco oh, yeah. just buy a buy, buy a pallet there um so clarification last episode we did our beloved our awesome favorite show of the year the mascot battle bracket first of all hey uh once again for the second year in a row our final game was busted by the first round yeah by the end of the by the end of it was by the, the play-in game wasn't it uh one of them was the play-in yeah, game yeah uh, Montana did not yeah make, the Grizzlies they either lost in the playing game or lost first round because they were 15. Okay. And then was it Iowa or Iowa State? Who's the Cyclones? Uh, Iowa. Iowa. Lost. Iowa State. Sorry. Uh, Iowa, Iowa is the uh, Hawkeyes. That's right. And Iowa actually won a game. Um, yes, maybe two. Iowa State lost on Friday. So last year when we had Arizona State playing Miami, Florida, and they both lost in the first round and won in the playing game. Second year in a row. But you know what? We had one Final Four team, UVA. But... 
We did not have them winning. Therein lies some contract, and they did win. Shout out to UVA for avenging their loss last. Congratulations, nerds! Yes, you finally pulled it out. Yes, and if you watched, they were very happy about it. You know, I uh, I still maintain that you you can't totally trust nerds with your athletic endeavors. Right. That being said, they proved us wrong. They uh, they they you know they were. Pretty impressive, considering that they, they should have lost like eight different times. They, yeah, they should have. They had, <laughs> I think, all the the the, the three, their last three games in the tournament were all decided by less than like five points, and and all had some miracle finish. Too. Oh yeah, but that Auburn game in particular, where Auburn's but, losing their mind, people are people are teeping the trees at Toomer's Corner, only to find out tip the ball back. They lost, <laughs> and. So, we have to clarify for our mass. Brought up by good friend and friend of the show, Brian Lubno, um, who is one of the few people that, as David will point out, one of the few people I don't have a contentious relationship with. This is a very true statement. It is impossible to have a contentious relation with that man. Uh, you know, you'll find a way. Uh, that's insulting yet praising. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I so, believe in you. I, I, what a friend. So, Brian pointed out, because he had listened to the last episode, and he said, the Virginia Cavalier doesn't have a weapon. It has a sword. That's still a weapon. But not a long-range weapon like we had in Sydney. Because it could have a crossbow. So it, it, it just has a sword. Sure, not on, its, not on the mascot's person, but historically they did. Now, we have to own up. We we like, we like apologize. We, I, I, I don't apologize for shit. I'm apologizing because... You know what? Because you're a coward? No. <laughs> yes. Uh, we... Own up to our mis- I own up to our mistakes because we like to be as accurate as we can with our stupid ass fucking mascot battle bracket. Yeah, we like to keep we like to keep the the, the bracket where we consider whether a grizzly bear is going to beat a razorback or an eagle in a cage match. Yeah. We like so, to bring some we bring some serious ethics to this sports journalism here. But we got to own up to it. So Brian, Big you J are, journalism, you are right. Next year we'll put a, we'll we'll keep that in mind. But Virginia was also the only team we had in the Final Four that made it to the Final Four, including Duke. We thought yeah. Duke was a safe bet. Yeah. And Duke could even help us in a mat. We kind of weaseled their way in in a mascot bracket, and they couldn't do it. You know, Tom Izzo's, uh, Tom Izzo's a, is, is a magician, man. That Michigan State team. Yes. That's why Jay-Z wrote H to the Izzo in tribute to him, I believe. Don't sure. Look. We'll look that up. We're going to go with that. Uh, speaking We're going to go with that. That's the anthem. Get your damn hands up. Speaking of Eagles, because you mentioned Eagles, uh... An alarming story out of out of the great Pacific Northwest. Alarming, uh, I think, or hilarious. I think I think tremendous. It's also a hilarious story. So, having only seen the headline, a good a, a good podcast host would have studied this in more. But yeah, well, we're not good podcast hosts, and I we're great podcast hosts. And I didn't have the time. Um, I did. I didn't do it. But there has been a story coming out of Seattle that there's a landfill that seagulls, gulls, no eagles. You're right. I'm sorry. Eagles, even better, because seagulls are are just dispensable animals. Seagulls are seagulls are just rats with wings. No, that's pigeons. Pigeons are the worst thing on the planet. Pigeons are also rats with wings. Did, have you ever just washed your car and been happy about it, and all of a sudden you walk out and there's just pigeon crap all over your windshield? I mean, not recently, but it's happened. Wash your car. Anyway, I haven't. My car has not been pooped on in a very long time. But also, it's been the it's been the you know the coldest, bleakest midwinter. It's also you know what I think what happened too is they really disapprove of the alien green Kia Soul color, so they're just sending a message. Or it just looks like plant matter. I hadn't thought of that. See, one of the reasons I got it was I figured the pollen would blend into it. That's not actually the reason I got that color. All the colors sucked. Anyway, enough about my car. There's a story that eagles, not seagulls are taking trash from the Seattle landfill and flying over the populated areas of Seattle and just dropping it on people. Which, I, you know, 
I, I stand. I stand these eagles. These eagles are sending a message. They are, you they know... They were over-trashing the earth. Man. They are, you know, power to the proletariat. Seize the means, comrades. These eagles have, these eagles are fed up with your shit. Don't cross that picket line. And by the way, as we, the eagle is the beacon and the symbol of freedom in this country. Who's gonna... We can't really... If the eagle is doing this, we have to just accept that it's the right There thing. was an eagle watching over uh, my Frisbee game over the weekend, a couple of them. We, one of the fields we were at had an eagle's nest next to it. And so, you know, anytime the eagle would flap its wings, you know, do anything in the, do anything in its nest, we would scream on the sideline and uh, cause confusion on the field because people in the field would think that there was some, something going on, and we would just be pointing at this eagle. Look! And there's then, an eagle! And then they would just disappear. And then, yeah, and then they would disappear. But eagles are, we just have to accept the way of the eagle. I mean, yeah, are you, do you want to fight an eagle? No. Those things have a wingspan of like eight feet and talons that can... Cut through a you might cut through your intestines. You might survive because the beard can protect you in the chin and the glasses could protect you in the eye. That might be you might debatable. Stand, you might stand a chance against an eagle. Debatable. You you also have more body hair than I do, so that could also. I, I don't know how the body hair helps at all. Provide layer of protection. Yeah, it's science. barely, it's or science. you know, a, or 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 a, or a means for infection. It's it's science. Uh, we also want to pay tribute to those we've lost. The uh, the AF, the AAF, the AF, the football league that we said would not was not a great idea. Uh, yeah, the one that we said from the jump was not a great idea. It uh, ended up not finishing its. Even with two hundred and fifty million dollars from Tom Dundon, the owner of the, the Carolina Hurricanes, yes. who's a notoriously stingy owner. So he's not he's not just finding two hundred two hundred fifty million is last that, I checked a lot of money. That ain't couch. That ain't couch change. So. I'm sure he's thrilled that his 250 million brought them exactly, I don't know, two or three more weeks left of football. Yeah. Like, like, wow. Yeah. 250. How, like, I, I, how do I, you not? How, how do you go through that much money that quickly, considering that, like, so your teams are in Orlando and Birmingham? Like, what the hell's the cost of your, ex- like, what is your expenditure in Birmingham, Alabama? Uh, towards Charles Barkley's old neighborhood, I guess. That was crazy. I mean, Trent, that's what Trent Richardson does on the off days. Yes. Like, Jesus. And also, maybe in Orlando, they spent it at the Epcot Center. I don't know. Clearly, their money was not financed well. <laughs> yeah, they were not managed well. But Steve Spurrier gets a championship because his team had the best record. <laughs> a de facto championship. A de facto. The, the, uh, we also hope and pray that uh, we believe the XFL will flourish, however, when they start next year. Uh, debatable. No, you know why? Because they took an extra year and because it's Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Right, but... This is the XFL! So there are so many things working against yeah. the XFL that the uh, the AAF had going for it. It had a TV deal. deal. It had, you know, the attraction of, like, respected names within the game. Yeah, uh, the XFL's got Bob Stoops for their Dallas franchise, but, like... Generally. That's about it. But That's the XFL- like the only name they've got. And the, the AAF had Bill Polian. They had uh, some players. They had uh, Tri- Steve Spurrier. Spurrier. And those two names alone are like, you know, that's 50 years of, of American football history right there. Steve Spurrier, one of the best college players of all time. Arguably one of the best coaches in the SEC. Yeah. Bill now- Polian, you know, one of the most successful and consistent front office executives in NFL history. And very smart. Obviously, you have to be to be that successful. And then it turns I, out... Look, that they... he, he survived having to work under Jim Irsay, so that's just a feat in and of itself. Yeah, look up Jim Irsay's history. It's not a great one. <laughs> Jim Irsay loves cocaine. Yes. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. I just assumed he was just a 
habitually drunken driver. But I guess they both both things can be true. Okay, is a hell both of things a can be. I mean, he's he's nodding out. It's a little weird. Um, but Jim Mercer needs to, as my uh, as my dad would say, if you can't handle your recreational drug use, and this is not about himself. Yeah, by just... the way, this is what he would say about co- You know, this is what he would tell me about college when I had a a terrible roommate who got booted from ASU for his drug use. He said, "Well, if you can't handle your your recreational drug use, especially at ASU, ASU. you you need to rethink your life." I, that's that's the point we were gonna make is that uh, ASU basically is encouraging. There's there's drug there's, use. A, there's a there's a, a way of living that's called ASU carefree, and my dad is re- my dad reveled in it. But you know what? Now your dad's a responsible retired adult who had he's a, playing pickleball right now. Pickleball, pickleball. What's I've heard of pickleball. But I, I made you know. watch some of it the other day. It's like. It's, it's, it's like tennis. It's like tennis and ping pong had a baby, and that baby was left on a doorstep. <laughs> Not knowing ba- who either of his parents were. That, that poor baby. Oh my god, that poor baby. Um, uh, nope, don't yeah, care. Paddle, that's right. Pickleball is, uh, first of all, this is where we disagree. Pickle in general. I uh, love them. And pickle might be the most, I would, would you agree that pickle might be the most polarizing of foods? No. What would you say is the most polarizing food? Um, and meat, just meat in general. I mean, it's, uh, but people, I mean, a lot of people who don't eat meat still miss meat or like, are like the taste. They just do it for health or ethical reasons. Yeah. But pickles, that's... just people really dislike pickles or really olives. like pickles. Olives are, vi- olives are right Olives there. are another very contentious one. Blue yeah. cheese. Blue cheese. Uh, the date the other day, uh, she... Uh, my date got a salad and had to pick out the blue cheese. And I was like, I'll have some of this blue cheese. I enjoy. I don't love blue cheese, but I like blue cheese. I don't. I don't. I, I don't enjoy blue cheese. I like. Oh, that's right. You don't like blue cheese. I don't like blue cheese, which is weird because like I, I enjoy so many other like funky barnyardy fungusy moldy things. Well, you don't really like ranch either. I I also do not like ranch. Yes, that's where we yeah. Mayo. So here's the thing. I will say. I don't dislike ranch, but ranch is not a dressing. Ranch yeah. is a dip. dip. And people, but ranch. I mean, you're right on people's theory of ranch. They just put it on stuff. Yeah, ranch is. Like if you use ranch as a salad dressing, you're just scared of what vegetables taste like. I mean, I sympathize with that. I don't. I know. Grow up. Yeah. Was that necessary on veg- vegetables? Yes. Okay. Well, anyway. I mean, Jack, you're the man who's starting to come around on Brussels sprouts, so. Okay, again, full disclosure. My date got the blue cheese was in Brussels sprouts. They were basically fried, deep fried Brussels sprouts. Yeah. They tasted delicious. Now, I theorize that you can deep fry virtually any food and it tastes good. See, Marge, I told you they could deep fry my shirt. I didn't say they couldn't. I said you shouldn't. So. I, There's a, that's 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 definitely true, but these Brussels sprouts tasted much better than the Brussels sprouts that are normally in my life. Well, that's because you're probably only having them once a year at Thanksgiving no. when they're roasted and then you know not tasting great. Well, they're roasted, but no, they're occasionally around the house for dinner as a side of vegetable, and I go, uh, no, no, thank you. Here's a great way to actually eat them. Get like a mandolin, which is a kitchen instrument with, with which you use to slice things. You're making the motion of a fiddle. A mandolin is more like a guitar. Oh. It's more like a tiny guitar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but um, get a mandolin, or you know, if you just have a steady hand and a good sharp knife, cut them up real thin and uh, make a salad with them. I'm scared of knives. Knives can do a lot of damage. I'm not scared of knives the way I'm scared of balloons. 
But I shouldn't. You're be. not even scared of balloons. I'm not. I'm. I'm very uncomfortable around balloons. You're. 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 It's. It's not. Yeah. The, it's not the physical balloon. Like if there's. If there's a deflated balloon in front of you, you're not scared. Oh of yeah, that. that's true. It it's, is. It's, it's the popping. It's the. And it's even not the popping. It's the anticipation that it could pop and you're not expecting it. Which is which, if someone counts down to pop a balloon, I'm like, okay, cool. But it's that fear of the unknown, David. Does it speak to a greater psychological issue? Almost absolutely. One hundred percent. Yes. But are we going to diagnose that now? No, neither of no, us is not, board certified. No. So on a on a on a lighter note, on a more somber note, uh, since the last time we've talked, you have unfortunately yes, I was uh, I was let go. Um, I don't hold any ill will towards them. You know, they made a business. They had to make a business decision. Um, they've done their best to take care of me. Um, so you know, I don't hold any ill will. But I'm in the process of looking for work. Here's the good... Now, that is the bad news. Here's the good news from my vantage point, and we, we will avoid the specifics until specific things happen. Yes, thank you. But you have seemed to have been doing pretty well in terms of finding potential job offers. Yes. And I just from my vantage point, it seems like you've been doing okay in that regard. Yeah, I would I would say that I've been doing all right um, in the, you know, looking for work thing. Um, one of the things that... One of the things that has absolutely helped me has been... Um, my reputation uh, within the area and within the, within the industry. Um, you know, people people seem to like me. People seem to appreciate what I bring to the table. I'm not going to say, you know, that I'm excellent and I'm one of the best, but like people, you know, people appreciate the work that I've done and people appreciate, you know, what I, the, the work that I can do in the future. Uh, and so that's it's nice to to know that people see me and people see the work that I've done and they see the, you know, the relationships that I've built and the relationships that I've been able to maintain and that they think of me positively. So it's always nice. Well, I think it goes back to what I've always said about you is that you have that way with people where you just win them over and you just have to be yourself. And... In spite of myself. I know. you. In spite of, in spite of myself, people like me. On the surface, you are a, loathsome is a strong word. You're Irritable. Irritable. Irksome. Irritable and irksome human being. But once you get to know you beyond those five minutes of rough introduction, you're a lovable teddy bear. And I'm cantankerous. Yes, no matter what, no matter how well you know you, you're still a cantankerous motherfucker. <laughs> You'll find something to be upset about. But I won't, so I won't necessarily find or something to be upset about, but I will find something to rib you about. Yes. But the the, rea- the, the end of the day, you're a good human being. I'll say I do that. what I can. And, yeah. Also, by the way, with this weather... I have something that I've been thinking about recently. I want your opinion. Sure. Cherry blossoms. They look great, right? Yeah, absolutely. They, they last two weeks and then they go away. And then we have and? all... We have all these trees then that have no nothing on them for... They have green leaves. It's not the same... But you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's not the same as the, you know, the wonderful pink buds, but like... Whatever. Uh, to me, that's the nature that that is that is the nature of perennial plants is that they have this like peak blooming season and then they just sort of... I know, but the 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 emphasis on I guess there's an emphasis because they're only here for a short while. But it's mm-hmm. just I they're think here for a good time, not a long time. I'm here for a good Thank you, Drake. And that's why, and that's why I just I was thinking recently that I didn't quite get the hype only because they just come and go. They're not like a big well. So we're also spoiled in the fact that we live in an area that's got an abnormal concentration of cherry blossoms. Yeah, like. Per the rest of the country, right? Um, people you know, come from all over the country actually to see our people come from all over the planet for the yeah. to, for the cherry blossom festival in DC. Yeah. Um, I know, like your parents worked in the hill. My parents, my dad worked in the hill for most of my life. Um, my mom worked on it for the last like ten, um, the last ten years of her career. She was on the hills, and like 
you know, I could see the cherry blossoms from my dad's office. Like, it's not to say that, like, it wasn't always an impressive thing to see, but the, the, the sheen did kind of come off towards the end there, yeah. where especially, you know, when I'm a working person or in high school trying to get to and from where I need to go, Cherry Blossom Festival was always that first indicator that, like, oh, all right, uh, it's tourist season. And the me- and getting on the metro was a... Oh, it was hellacious. Yeah. It was absolutely hellacious. I'm so glad that I... Oh, God. Like, didn't have to for certain stretches. Yeah. Um, because by the end, like, by the end of high school, I would just not want to fight the crowds to get on the orange line, and I would truly take a blue or a yellow line train down to, like, Pentagon to get on a bus to go the opposite direction that I would normally take it. Just to avoid Just, just so I could get home. Like, it'd take me an extra, like, 45 minutes to get home, but, like, you know what? I the, can the sit. Si- the sanity. I am not fighting with, I am not fighting with some, you know... Some ten person, some like thirty Horde. person tour group, all wearing matching T shirts, with their uh, you know the shithead dads in the group who are like banging up against the doors on the train, thinking it's funny, and then they take the train out of service. Speaking of the metro, you you are impressed by this? I'm not impressed. Uh, yeah, you should be on Sunday for no. the first time in almost three years. Yeah, that's that's horrifying. I that you've took lived in three. It's taken you three years. Since the last time you rode Metro. What have I always said about the Metro? Yeah, I know. It's for peons and simpletons, and Th- you're above that I, shit. I, I, thank you. I don't understand the problem. So, other than the I fact do. that I just called people... <laughs> yeah, you just called people peons and simpletons. So, yeah, yeah. You elitist bastard. Yes, I'm the elitist. Anyway... Jack, when the revolution comes, your head will be on that pike. Uh, and I'll be driving away from it in my vehicle. And you mm, know what? No, you won't. I will say this. The Metro was a fine experience. Uh, the cars have been significantly improved since the last oh, time I took in 2016. The car is so much... They, I mean, the old ones just were kind of... The old ones were just old. They were, they were, yeah, they were... They were just old. They were just old. It's, and you had to take them behind the old barn yard. So, Metro, to its credit, has been able to keep a lot of those trains running for a very long time. Very because of Because of how stringent they are about not eating and drinking on the trains, and the actual the lack of outdoor... Uh, stops. You know, a good portion of Metro is underground. Yeah, a, g- a good portion of it is underground um, or covered railways, which helps you know maintain the, the longevity of the trains. Um, so hmm, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into it. Um, but the new tr- the the new cars are a lot. You know, they're nice. They're clean. Did you? So I I didn't tell you this yesterday when we talked about the reason I took the Metro. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, why would I take the Metro? Mm-hmm. I had a four o'clock game at work. Mm-hmm. I knew that that game was going to end around seven if I was lucky, and it ended at seven. It was a baseball game. You're at the mercy of baseball, mm-hmm. uh, and I. You're at the mercy of the rotation. And seven o'clock was when uh, WrestleMania started, and mm-hmm. I did not. I wanted to watch it, but obviously, I'm not going to watch it while I'm driving home in my car. So yeah. what I figured was I would metro over and I would Uber back, and I would watch it on my phone in the car. That's why I took the metro for the first time in three years. <laughs> Because of that. <laughs> I knew you would not approve of my rationale, but I still... You know, I don't hate it. <laughs> I was being responsible, if you think about it. I, you know, I appreciate that. Speaking of uh, WrestleMania... Speaking of, yes, speaking of WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston, new, new, new heavyweight champion. Which is Thoughts? awesome. Um, we love... New Day's awesome. Batista, our fa- we love Batista. Very, when I say Batista's a local guy, Batista used to train when he was growing up at the gym, the first gym I ever went to. Like, he's Falls Church Arlington local. He was bouncer, in, uh, a couple, he was bouncer for a couple bars in DC. He was, yeah. That's how he got his living and he even got trained in wrestling. He retired after his match. We wish Batista well, but that's not the big news coming out of WrestleMania. 
The big news, of course, is the return of the Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena, who came out in a Babe Ruth throwback. And, uh, and Becky Lynch. And a, uh, No, but John Cena is the story. And the man. He came out, and but, he but came the out... Man. I love Becky Lynch. No, 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 whatever for me. But John Cena came out in a throwback jersey and a throwback hat. And, and the word was, life. And the, and word, the word life, life knuckles. knuckles. Oh my god. It was amazing. Oh! The, the excitement. If by amazing you mean. Amazing. Ooh. Oh, please. Ooh. Oh, please. Like. Oh. What a throwback and a half. I just, I really, you know, I hope they don't make him start freestyling again because that was just awful. I'm, I'm, did I, did, maybe my too much wax in my ears. It sounded like he said awful and you meant to say, say amazing. No, it was horrendous. John Cena, he cannot freestyle. No, John Cena has, like, when he legit would freestyle, like, which he rarely did, he could actually freestyle. And his written raps were fine, they were funny. You think he wrote any of those? He wrote most, no, he wrote most, he said he wrote most of them in his career. Yeah. Very with, early on. With whomst. Himself, for the most part. With whomst. With, no, by himself, for the most part. Listen, if you're going to debate me on the Mar on John Cena trivia, I'm going to win this one. I'm just telling you this straight up. And John Cena, early, John Cena can actually freestyle, but that's, but he didn't do that for most of his life. I don't care, you know why? Because there was a grown man wearing a throwback jersey and a throwback hat and a gold, and a big chain. That, you know what? Maybe he was inspired by my Halloween costume. Not a full-on dookie rope. No. But, but... Again, I went as that. How long is how long is how long has it been since he used that song as his intro music? Uh, he did it once on The Rock seven years ago, and then before that, it had been regularly. It had been since like '05. Yeah, it's been a long time. But yeah. Basic Thugonomics is a wonderful song. Go look, go look it up, and then like listen to 30 seconds, and you're like, all right, I get the point. But anyway, John Cena, we're glad that you made an appearance, and more importantly, I'm glad that one of the greatest rappers of his generation had a chance to shine. On the biggest stage. Well, that's a that's a bold claim. That's a that's, that's not even a bold claim. I think people you can't. He see might be me, one of the best gimmick rappers. You, you can't see me will go down as one of the pinnacle hip hop albums of all time. Okay. You keep your Illmatics. Keep oh, your okay. keep your uh, MF Doom album. Keep your Enter the Wu Tang. More villainy. Yeah. Keep your Mad Villainy. Keep your Enter the Wu Tang parentheses thirty six chambers. I will keep You Can't See Me. Y'all are just soft like some Cinemax porn. You Can't See Me. Uh, Shaq's. Nostradamus. And Shaq Diesel. Shaq Diesel. And what was Shaq's second album? Uh, Does It Matter? No. Shaq Diesel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then what's the other one that was... Uh... Oh, Lupe Fiasco's uh, Lasers. Yes. Yeah, all three. Actually, Pantheon of Pantheon of great rap. I will say again, I liked Lasers at the time. I thought Lasers got too much hate at the time, and now, especially since I really dislike Lupe as a person, that album has really not held up over time for me. And we talked, and I know you talked about it too, where it's like, ugh, eh. there's a handful of songs from there. I'm like, okay, this still, this still goes. State Run Radio is still pertinent. Still, State Run Radio is still a great song. All Black Everything. I, you know what? I loved All Black Everything. I don't really like it much now. Yeah. Show Goes On's a great song. Um, Really not that many socks. No, not many. Um, speaking of gimmick rappers, like you mentioned, Old Town Road. We want to salute Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, for being the number one song in the country, the totality of the United States of America. Yeah. Uh, what an underdog Billboard, story. Billboard, you, you made a bigger problem for yourself yes. by pulling him off the country. Because <laughs> country. he uh, said, okay, shit. First of all, then he got Billy Ray Cyrus on the remix, which is a great little move by him. Billy Ray Cyrus totally accepted for this move, unlike Miley Cyrus, yeah. who is called a culture vulture. Yes. Because for, for one reason and one reason only. 
Billy Ray Cyrus was invited on, Miley inserted herself into the conversation. That's a a fair assertion. And Miley Cyrus uh, also did not have a twerking body, I'll say that. I I didn't feel like she earned the right she to also say. just like came out of nowhere with all of this like, yeah like hey why is she collabing with juicy j why is miley's like why is miley cyrus wearing those buns and like groping robin thick this is yeah. really weird yes it was uncomfortable regardless of where you stood on the culture she must have been so high at the time oh that, knowing miley cyrus <laughs> like i said like i know her but yes no that's a a very knowing, distinct no, possibility knowing her whole family at this point they're all getting fucking loaded no. Uh, and Billy Ray Cyrus, by the way, I love that he was fully game for this country trap song. If you, you have not, what? if you have not listened to Old Town Road, please go and do so. It's a wonderful song. Yeah, I can, I can say it's another one that I got you hip to. Did you, uh, you know who also really loves Old Town Road? Oh God! Yeah, that's right, partner. It's Cowboy Jack in oh, the flesh. Jack right. is Jack Old... was hiding the hat. Mother oh, that's fuck. right. How did I not see this coming? Oh, that's right, partner. God. We're going down the Old Town Road. God damn it! That's right. And ladies I'll... and gentlemen, th- this podcast is over. I that's have to right, take Jack out back and beat him. Go home and listen to Old Town Road like your boy Cowboy Jack does. Go down those winding country roads of West Virginia or Arkansas or wherever shithole country part of the country you're from, and go down and listen to some Old Town Road and little Nas X. Ugh. That yeehaw shit. That yeehaw. That, that yeehaw trap shit. Ugh. Okay, but not. Get... But not accidental racist. I'd be no. That's a little too far. In Cow- Cowboy Jack's not going that far. That seemed like a career killer for Cowboy. <laughs> Cowboy really? Jack's already on thin really? ice with everyone he's ever met. Really? That wasn't a career killer for, Na, uh, for, uh, uh, for Nelly LL, and... Uh, no, LL Cool J. Oh, God. Hey, listen, I respect LL Cool J. NCI has a great show, and he's got... One of, the best, one of the best battle raps of all... One of the best battle rappers of all time. Oh, yeah. Go listen, listen to his cannabis. I mean, Cow, Cowboy Jack's surprisingly up in his hip-hop disc game. Go listen to a second round... His response to the second round TKO on cannabis. It's, it's, it's amazing. Legendary. Oh, legendary. It's almost as amazing as Cowboy Jack in the flesh. And we want to thank you all for listening to episode 24 of Underemployed. I don't condone or encourage any of this behavior. Yeehaw, partner! I'm going to run that hat over and then throw it in a river. I have a, I have a spare hood in the basement. You shouldn't have told me that because now I'm going to go find <laughs> that one too. All right, peace out, partners. Riding on a tractor, lean all in my blood. Cheated on my baby, you can go and ask me. My life is a movie, boy riding in boots. Cowboy hat from Gucci, Wrangler on my booty. Can't nobody tell me 